You're listening to the Good Christian Podcast. We're not saying that we're always good Christians, but this is always a good podcast for Christians to listen to. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Today I'm going to talk about hearing and understanding the voice of God. I know that's a very big topic and I was hesitant whether I should speak on it or not, but it was something that I really felt that God placed in my heart to do and it's something that people have been asking us about on Daily PS and the Good Christian Podcast. People have been wanting to hear our thoughts on understanding the voice of God and being able to, to hear God more clear. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this. So I'm going to kind of just, you guys know me, I'm pretty practical, right? So I'm just going to share three simple ways we can begin hearing and understanding God's voice. And I call them simple. They're not necessarily easy, but they are simple. They're applicable. So take some notes, grab out your pens and notepads. If anybody even does that anymore, maybe I should just say like your smartphone notepad or whatever it is. If you're driving, please don't do that. Um, but I'm going to jump right into these three things. And we're going to really just talk about hearing and understanding God's voice. So number one is live in proper alignment. This is a really important point and a lot, one that a lot of us have kind of neglected in today's world. And what I mean by living in proper alignment is I mean, is God truly first in our lives? And when I'm thinking about that question, I'm thinking, what, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? And what's the last thing you do right before you're falling asleep? For many of us, it's spending time on our phone, which is normally checking social media or watching TV or consuming some sort of news or anything like that. Those are all things that are technically fine. There's nothing wrong with them. But to live in proper alignment before God, we need to prioritize him, which means our first thought when we wake up should be him. And our last one when we go to bed should be him as well. We have to train ourselves to be that way. It doesn't always come natural. I know in my life, there's been seasons where the first thing I think about when I wake up is I want to like be like, man, I know someone was doing something fun last night. I want to check their social feed and see what's going on. And I've had to learn to kind of fight that feeling and instead spend that time with God and just showing God that I'm putting him above my own wants and desires at that moment is dumb to say may even sound. But living in proper alignment is, again, easier said than done. And I kind of take this a step further, not just the first thing and the last thing you do when you're waking up and going to bed, but also what do you spend your time doing and what do you spend your time talking about? A lot of us consume really bad content. And when I, when I say bad content, I don't just mean like quality wise, but in regards to the language that's being said or the message behind it, some of it's extremely inappropriate. And uh, for us as believers, as followers of Christ, being in proper alignment means that we're actually going to be careful with what we're consuming. Because believe it or not, the Holy Spirit lives within you. If you're a New Testament believer, then that's what you have to believe is that when, when Jesus died and left, the Holy Spirit came and, lived with, and now lives within us. But if we're consuming all this garbage, why does that sound like a good place to live? I mean, if your house was just full of trash, wouldn't you try to move out? I mean, how do you think the Holy Spirit feels when we're like just watching terrible shows on Netflix or watching terrible movies or around conversations that aren't good or we're hanging out in just places that are not uplifting at all? Now, I'm not saying you have to consume all Christian content. Like your music doesn't have to be only Christian. The TV shows only have to be Christian. You can only go to church. You can't go to anywhere fun or anything like that, right? Church is fun. Sorry. Didn't mean to say that. But, you know, like I'm talking about like spending all your time in bars or other places that are really not just not good for us to, to be in. And we just have to have some sort of balance and understand that in order to be in proper alignment with God, we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and know that the Holy Spirit can be grieved and that there's just certain things and places we shouldn't partake in. We are in the world. We're not called to be part of it, though. So we have to just kind of find where we fit in that. And for each of us, it'll be a little bit different. Example for me, I don't watch any rated R movies. That's a personal conviction that you may not share, but I just feel within me that the Holy Spirit is grieved when I'm watching that. And I just... It's not healthy for me to do. And if I want to be in proper alignment with God, I have to learn to avoid those things. So I don't know what this means for you. This first step, live in proper alignment. 
But if you want to really begin hearing God more clear and understand his voice better, you have to live with him as your priority or else I don't even know if he's really going to be there all the time with you. So really something for you to think about and only you can answer this question for yourself, but really stop and ask yourself, am I living in proper alignment before God? What are some practical steps and things I need to remove from my life or add to my life in order to get closer to him? So that's number one. Number two, start listening. I actually covered this a little bit in the previous episode, and this is kind of what um, keyed some people to wanting me to talk more about it. So I'm going to just share a little bit of ways that I've learned to listen better. Some of you know this about me. If you know me personally, you know I'm a little bit ADD. I love church small groups, but I'm the first person to take it off topic because that's just the way my brain goes for some reason. I've gotten much better about it over the years, but I'm always that guy who's kind of like all over the place. My mind's always running. But So listening was actually something that was really difficult for me. I remember when I was sitting in a church service, I don't know how many years ago now, it was a while ago, um, maybe five years ago, and the pastor challenged me along with everyone else sitting in the audience to just sit quiet for 45 seconds. And in my mind, you know, I'm like an achiever and competitive. So I'm like, easy, anybody can do it. I'll do, I'll do five minutes. I went home and believe it or not, I couldn't sit quiet for more than 15 seconds without my mind starting to spin or me being like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I really learned about five years ago that my biggest fear was silence and just sitting there quietly. It's something I had to learn to overcome. So I want to talk about listening, and I've learned a lot. I, I now am able to listen for more than 10, 15 seconds. I can now listen for what feels like as long as I need to for God to show up. So how do you actually do this? The first way is to intentionally schedule time to sit and listen to God. The Bible speaks a lot about reserving time for God and sitting quietly before him. And you do this by avoiding distractions. That means you can't have your phone with you. The TV can't be on the background. For some of us, it even means having no music on if that's distracting, makes us want to sing or something like that. Um, We have to figure out exactly what that looks like for us and it's different for each of us. Perfect example, some people said they cannot listen if there's music in the background. For me, I can't listen if there's not some form of noise. And again, it can't be TV. So I'll just do usually instrumental worship music in the background, very quiet, just so there's something in the background so my mind doesn't go crazy. So I know I sound a little bit like a crazy person this episode. Sorry about that. But the most important thing, if you're going to really schedule this time with God, which I really encourage you to do, is to make sure you get quiet. You inside get quiet. So whatever it is that's kind of bothering you that you're thinking about, surrender those things to God, quiet your mind. And every time you start wandering, your thoughts start moving, which they will, just bring it back to that, that zero. Focus on your breath. Be quiet. That's how you begin meditating. And that's how we meditate on God. And the Bible also tells us that when we wait on God, that we will encounter him. So this time might, might feel wasted at first. I know for me it did, and I'm just being completely transparent. I mean, some people might be like, oh, that's terrible. You're spending time with God, and it felt like wasted time. It, it really did when I first started doing this, just sitting quietly, because it doesn't make physical sense, right? If I'm in a conversation with you, you and I are going to exchange dialogue. I'm not going to sit there and wait for you to start talking. That would, that would be weird. Be like, yo, man, you okay? Sometimes with God, it takes a little bit of time. And it's, it's us just being obedient and sitting quietly and just waiting. And the truth is, again, the Bible talks about us. If we wait on God, we will encounter him. He doesn't say how long it takes. And I actually did a blog post on this. It was from a message um, that I heard a couple years back. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I'll have a link in the show notes if you want to hear more about waiting on God and how you will be encountered by him through. It's very powerful. And the last thing with listening, this is kind of taking like a different, uh, a different approach, but is also important. It's just to walk with God, to be in communication with him all day, all throughout the day. The Bible tells us to pray continuously. And I think that many of us as believers, and I've been guilty of this at times, I pray right when I wake up, I spend my time with God, and the next time I'm talking to God or thinking about him at all is when I'm falling asleep, when I'm going to bed. 
And it should be more than that. Our lives are supposed to be in communion with them. Again, if the Holy Spirit lives within us, we should be talking to him all day. So that's something I've really adapted in my life, that I'm listening at all times, and I'm trying my best to remember to pray throughout my day, even when things get busy at work or whatever it may be at that time. So again, that cannot replace that intentional time where you're just really avoiding all distraction and just kind of waiting on God. Cannot replace that, but it's important that if we really want to hear God, is just to be in that constant communication with him. Really important. So number two, again, that's start listening. Number three, this is the last one. This is kind of the big one here. It's learn to recognize God's voice. This is a big deal again, like because here's the deal. There's a lot of voices in our head. It, it, you know, sometimes it's you, sometimes it's the devil, sometimes it's other voices that have been placed there. And some of those things stick with us for a long time. You can probably think back to something that somebody said to you that was negative. Maybe it was years ago. Maybe it was about the sound of your voice. Maybe it was about your weight. Maybe it was about your laugh. Maybe it was about the way you look. It could have been about anything, but it stuck with you. And here we are, however many years later, you still think about it. And all of us, I think, have some example of that. And here's the deal. That voice is not God's voice inside of us. That was a voice that another person put there many, many years ago. And we have to learn to let that go and recognize the difference between that voice and the voice of God when he speaks to us. I think of an example from the Bible, actually. I think of Elijah in 1 Kings. And um, just to kind of set the context here, if everyone's not familiar with this story, he had just finished um, doing some stuff in Israel and realized that people were like, just not going to turn from their wicked ways and they were going to come after him. So he just decided to flee. So it was like 40 days he was running and then ends up in a cave. And then God tells him, Elijah, I'm going to speak to you. Step out of the cave. So he steps out of the cave and then for like the crazy story, the next thing that happened is there's a powerful wind and it like tore the mountain apart is what the Bible says. Shattered rocks were like everywhere, but the Lord was not in the wind. So God wasn't speaking there. And then after that stopped, an earthquake happened and I'm sure it was just as violent, just as disrupt, like disruptive. But again, God was not in the earthquake. And the next one was a fire and I'm sure it caused a lot of destruction again and God wasn't in the fire. And then after all that, after those three things, which are huge, you would expect, all right, God's definitely going to be here because this must have been like a wild sight to see, right? Imagine that. The next thing that happened, though, is there was a gentle whisper, and that's when God spoke. I think it's important for us to realize what God's voice is like and when he's going to speak to us. It's not always going to be some like giant earthquake in front of us and someone like saying, Alex, you need to change this. And then my whole life is just like completely changed. No, it's not, it's not always going to be like that. And I'm not saying that God can't speak that way. But the majority of the time, God's going to speak in a gentle whisper because that is, that's the temperament of God, really, for, for all of us. So we have to think about that. What is God's voice going to sound like? Where are we going to hear it? If it's that gentle whisper, if we're running around just being random all the time, being crazy all the time, not ever spending that time listening, are we really going to hear God's gentle whisper that he wants to speak to us in? And also with that said is God's voice is going to line up with the word of God, meaning he's not going to condemn you. You're never going to hear God say, Alex, like I'm just talking for myself here. Alex, you need to be better at this. You should be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. That's not how God's going to speak. It's going to line up with the word of God. It is going to be positive and out of a place of love. So when you're hearing those other voices in your head, again, remember that's either you speaking, that's the devil speaking, or that's something that someone else has placed there that's just kind of stuck with you for many years. So it's important for us to remember that when we're expecting to hear God, that we need to remember it's going to come out of a place of love, compassion. It's going to be soft. It's going to be gentle. And that's really important for us to remember. And that only happens with us really sitting there being quiet and just learning to listen for God. Another thing, I think a lot of us, and I struggle with this from time to time, and especially when I was a lot younger, but we pose a question to God when we're listening for him that we expect him to answer. Let me explain more. 
for my own life. Alex poses really big questions that would be really nice to know the answer for and expect God to give us an answer for it. Here's the deal. A perfect example, who am I supposed to marry? If you're asking that question, I, it's highly unlikely that God is going to give you the answer to that because here's the deal. God's not going to speak. God's not a genie. He's not here to give you your future. He's not like a fortune teller or anything like that. Uh, although he knows the future, but he's not there to tell you what you're going to do with your life. God's going to give you the answers that you need, not that you want. And many times, if God were to give us answers like that, we would destroy our lives. If God told me that I was supposed to marry my wife, Alicia, five years before that, I would have pushed everyone out of the way to get to her and that woman would have been scared to death of me, right? And I think that many of us would do that with just about anything. If it's a business, if it's ministry, whatever it may be, we're going to be very disruptive and um, just kind of destroy things along the way if we feel like we know what God has told us to do. So God's not going to give us those answers. Remember, it's a journey. So God needs us to go on that journey. Uh, The Bible talks about giving us this day our daily bread, which means God is going to give us something for today, not necessarily for tomorrow. So when you're listening for God's voice, don't expect these huge, huge revelations of like what you're supposed to do with your entire life or what to name your, your future kids and how to impact your grandkids. God might not be willing to share that with you yet because you need to, you need to grow. You need to go through some things. So when you're talking to God, remember, it's got to be from a place of compassion and love and just wanting to get to know him that day because that's where God has called you right now. He's called you to today and to live in the present with him. Before closing on this episode, I actually wanted to share just a few ways that God will actually speak to us. Number one, audibly. It's usually going to be in our head. So we'll kind of hear it just to ourselves. Um, I've heard of a few occasions where God's like actually spoken and that's a whole different experience I'm sure that I can't really speak to, but I hear God speak clearly inside of my head. That's where I hear God talking. It's when I'm very quiet and that's where I hear him. Other people, it's through God's word. So we're going to actually be reading the Bible or we're going to be just a scripture will come to mind. That's also God speaking. And then the last way that I really find that, that God speaks is just through other people. Someone else will say something to us like, hey, I was thinking about this the other day or I was thinking about you and, and this thought came up. And that's also God speaking. So it's important for us to remember that God's going to speak to us in many ways. It could sound different to each of us, but what's important is to really know the word of God and what it says. That way we can really discern for ourselves whether it's God speaking or just something that we're saying to ourselves. So again, just to kind of recap here, uh, hearing and understanding God's voice is obviously a massive topic. I could talk about it for much longer than I just have. But I wanted to kind of give a practical baseline for it. So the three ways, again, were number one, live in proper alignment. Number two, to start listening. And number three, to learn to recognize God's voice. I can promise when you begin implementing this, you're really going to experience God in, in a whole new way. And it's really just going to take your relationship with him so much further. So my challenge to you today is to implement these three points in your life. And I promise you're going to begin seeing just some awesome things happen. And I'm really excited for you to be able to do that. So I'm going to go and end this episode now. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Looking forward to being back with you next month. Thank you again for listening to the Good Christian Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. This really helps us to continue to impact and reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing another episode with you next month. But until then, remember that we will start hearing the voice of God when we begin proactively listening.